0: So, yesterday, I finished reading Brian Tracy's Goals. Brian Tracy is fast becoming one of my favorite authors. He's got a very straightforward way of talking about things. He really focuses upon the area of personal excellence. And this book, Goals, sounds simple in principle, which it is in practice as well, but it's exceedingly difficult to execute. So, there's been many, many takeaways from what was ultimately a very short book, less than three hours in total audible time, listening at up to 2 to 2.1x speed meant I got through it in just a couple of hours, but I look at my notes and I see the markets left upon me. So zero-based thinking was one of the elements that I really liked, which is what wouldn't you get into that you're already into knowing what you know now? You can apply this to friends, you can apply this to business, and you can apply this to ultimately anything else. You know, what are you doing today that isn't really adding value? This harkens to the sunk cost fallacy, which is that, you know, you should keep doing something because you've already committed some time to it. So I really like this approach of zero-based thinking. And if you lost everything today, what is it that you would change? you know, if you had to start again, whether it's relationships or particularly, of course, financial, commercial and business success, what what would you change? And the act of giving deadlines, I think, is very, very important. So give yourself deadlines for everything without fail. And that's something that I still don't do clearly enough. Most people, you know, have deadlines that are externally imposed, but we don't actually give deadlines for ourselves with getting work done. So, I think that's something that I'd really like to incorporate. Then you've got the numbers-based approach, which is every goal that you have, it needs some kind of number so you can quantify your actual approach. So launching a successful app would mean perhaps X number of emails to go out per day, as an example, and that's actually something that I've unwittingly began to execute with the startup apps I'm launching or being involved in with WordPigeon as well as ResumeCat have got campaigns going out, chemistry has campaigns going out now, so the machine is beginning to work for me, as well as actually Pearl Lemon, so I'm going to continue in that fashion, it's, I didn't realise it's already being implemented. Task completion is also a huge differentiator, so you need to stop stopping at 95%, you need to just <clears throat> finish the whole damn thing, okay, so to feel like a winner, make sure that you complete tasks, okay. The next thing is to nurture your nature. Now, what I mean by that is that you are naturally talented at particular things, whether it's communication, math, abstract thinking or otherwise. And ultimately, if there's something that you're naturally good at, then nurture and pour water upon where the grass grows in terms of your intellectual capacity or physical abilities and watch your actual natural ability explode. And it's, of course, practice that doesn't make perfect, but it's imperfect practice that makes perfect. So that's something that's really key and critical as well. Also apply this when thinking about your team. 20% of your team are ultimately going to produce 80% of the value within your company. So identify those people that produce that value and hone in on them as being the people that you should keep and therefore get rid of or seek to replace the others Having a clear detailed business plan will help. It's not the actual business plan itself that's effective because business plans can change. They can go out of date as soon as they've been written. But there's been a Harvard study that showed the difference between those who wrote business plans and those that didn't. And those that did when they were tracked a decade later were found to be extremely successful or rather much more successful than those who hadn't. And the business plans hadn't been followed or You know, executed. It was rather just the process of planning, planning out down to a T the things that you're going to do. That's important because it leads to the strategic approach and strategic thinking when it comes to your goals. So, this relates ultimately to what they call the five P's, which is proper prior planning prevents poor performance. Proper prior planning prevents poor performance. And ultimately, you know, when you think about that, what that leads to is realizing that sometimes the best business deals in your career are the ones that you don't get into in the first place. With that in mind then, when it comes to ultimately looking at your success, looking at the things you're trying to achieve, be more concerned with what's right rather than who's right. Because 80% of the things that you try will fail anyway. Okay? Now, you are even though you don't know it, are always free to choose what to do more of and what you do less of, okay? So what you actually spend time on is going to determine your success in life more than anything else. So what is it that you spend your time doing? Are you spending your time responding to emails, meetings, finishing smaller items off your checklist? It's going to be your ability to generate the highest leverage in terms of your goal setting that's going to drive home the returns. So with that in mind, always, always ask yourself, what is the most valuable task I can do right here, right now? What is the most valuable task that you can do right here, right now? So that's why you also then, when it comes to goal setting, because that's what we're talking about, that you need to write goals like they've already happened, okay? So as an example, some of the goals that I've written down are the I earn, and you've got to write them in the positive and present tense like they've already happened, okay? But then also attach the deadline to it. So I earn £250,000 a month net by December the 31st, 2023. I own 30 by to lets by December the 1st, 2022. I live in Hampstead Heath in a £5 billion house by December the 1st, 2023. My companies do 10 million pounds per year by December the 1st, 2023. I'm going to run 100 miles by December the 31st, 2021. So having this approach to ultimately your goals and writing them down actually on a daily basis. People talk about writing them down perhaps annually, then you've got them monthly. But by writing them down daily, you actually begin to imprint them from your conscious to your subconscious and... Your conscious is ultimately, you know, your 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 RAM, but your subconscious is your hard drive. It's where your long term storage capacity and where all of the magic is kept and held over over time. So it's it's really really powerful to ultimately write them on an actual daily basis. In combination with that, if you're doing the daily goals, I am beginning to do them in the morning when I wake up, and then I'm thinking about it and creating actions that align to each of those goals. So for each of those goals, I'll look at what are the most, what are the three most important things or the most valuable tasks I can do right here, right now, in line with trying to achieve that goal, okay? So visualization can come into this and with your actual evening, your evening writing down of your goals, you can visualize goals already being a reality each time you write them down so make the make the imagery or make the visualization rich in feeling in intensity in color and really see yourself strolling through the house that you want really see yourself actually buying the properties that you want and then by the time you go to bed your subconscious which is your supercomputer will begin getting to work solving these problems because naturally the next thing that invariably happens is how How can I make this happen? Okay, so with this in mind, you should also be clear about your goal, but flexible about your way to achieving your goal, okay? Be flexible about the way that you achieve your goal. And this is where what Brian Tracy calls mindstorming comes in. So mindstorming is a little bit like brainstorming, but ultimately it's in relation to these goals that we've just outlined. So you should always ask yourself specific questions about achieving goals. So if you're going to, for example, get to £250,000 a month, Deepak, how are you first going to get to £100,000 a month? Which business is going to most likely get you there the quickest? Okay, they should always be written when you're mindstorming with the 3P formula, personal, positive and in the present tense. So a solution might be, I'm going to earn £100,000 a month by... December 2020 by doing XYZ and write them as affirmations from your conscious mind to your subconscious mind, okay? So from your conscious to your subconscious and you need to focus upon generating a minimum of 20 answers to your question, okay? It seems excessive, it actually isn't, okay? Writing the first two to three will be very easy. Getting up to 10 will be difficult. Getting to 20 will be extraordinarily hard and you might rack your brains and start feeling the mental burn of doing it and, and that's actually where the magic happens that's actually where you can begin to produce potentially the one or two ideas that can change everything okay getting to 20 is extremely difficult but it's extremely worthy because it may well be the 20th idea that could save you thousands of hours and change your life because it's Your ability to form non-obvious connections to think in an unorthodox fashion with a myriad of ways there are to success is going to ultimately speed up your route to getting there. And that's where people often fall down when it comes to thinking of an alternate approach. So what you should then do when you've got your best answers is that you should take the best one to two answers and maybe create 20 responses to that answer. So the example is, is that, Deepak, the way that you're going to get to £250,000 a month in net by December 1st, 2023 is by building up your SEO agency to £100,000 a month by December 2020. So how are you going to get your SEO agency to £100,000 a month by December 2020? So there's some examples of what you can do with mindstorming, okay? Okay. And mindstorming is powerful because successful people are incredibly solution oriented. Okay. So always, always be thinking about the actual solutions. And then we move into the space of scenario planning. Okay. So when we talk about scenarios, again, it's something that people so rarely, rarely do. The scenario could be what are the three worst things that could happen in the months and years ahead that could negatively affect my life. Okay. So in terms of business, for myself, it could be what if my website got banned on Google and what if my Upwork account got banned? These two are the biggest sources of new business for Pearl Lemon. If they both got banned, what would I do to actually win new clients? What is the approach that I would take? And in answering that question, you can start to generate the activities to be prepared for those actions or possible eventualities right now. Equally, what are the three best things that could happen in the months ahead, okay? What are the best three things? Best three things could be that, you know, we land, for example, a seven and a half thousand pound a month client for SEO. So the question then becomes, how can I increase the likelihood of that actually happening? How can I increase the likelihood of this happening? And a mind your responses to these scenarios. The three best things, the three worst things, and think about everything related to that, okay? So successful people are not only incredibly solution-orientated, always thinking of solutions, thinking of solutions, they're also incredibly action-orientated, okay? So your ability to take massive and immediate action upon the potential solutions would again determine how quickly you find success in your life. And as a famous entrepreneur has said, there are never any traffic jams on the extra mile so look at what you do look at how you can do it and just by default start going the extra mile do that one extra thing do that one extra repetition make that one extra step and you will see that you'll become much more successful than everyone else around you because your success in life will be in direct proportion to what you do after you do what you're expected to do okay your success in life will be in direct proportion to what you do after you do what you're expected to do, okay? It's also powerful with this in mind to identify your top three fears are week, okay? So you look at your top three fears in life and then you should create three actions to remove these fears, okay? So you could identify all of your fears, whether it relates to business, emotions, relationships, everything. Organize it in order of importance, and try to understand, how do these fears hold me back? What are these fears stopping me from achieving? What would be the payoff of overcoming these fears? So fear that I have is that I could spend £5,000 on PPC and not get a return. And that would be a lot of money, okay? This is a fear that if I attack it aggressively and overcome it, could reward me aggressively if I chose to actually work upon it, okay? So this is a fear, as an example, that's absolutely holding me back, okay? Okay? So as we continue, self-discipline is what you should do when we think about all of the things that we've mentioned. It's what you should do when you're supposed to do it, whether you feel like it or don't feel like it, okay? So self-discipline is what you should do when you're supposed to do it, whether you feel like doing it or you don't feel like doing it, okay? Because the true marker of success is ultimately your level of persistence when the going gets tough. How much can you persist, that will determine how far you can succeed. Now, finally, I'd like to finish in terms of the book Brian Tracy Goals by saying that 95% of people quit ultimately when they reach the one yard, one yard line, okay? We try, we try, we try, we get no result, we give up. And that point at which people give up, successful people do not. 95, 95% of people quit when they reach the one-yard line, so get to the one-yard line, one line and move forward past the one-yard line. My name is Deepak Shukla. This is a summary of the notes from that I took from the book Goals by Brian Tracy, and I hope that's going. I hope that I really hope that it's going to help you change your life, like I believe and know it's going to change my life.